In this week's episode of the Now That We're a Family podcast, Katie and I are sharing about our experience uh, with the coronavirus and how that's impacted our lives in a very practical way, in a spiritual way, and definitely just an overall worldview way. And uh, so I hope you guys enjoy this. Again, we are certainly not experts. I don't know if we're experts on anything in life. I know Katie's an expert on looking beautiful in my opinion. But other than that, I don't think we've got an expertise. And so I hope you folks know that we are just sharing our thoughts, our experiences in real time. Uh, We've not done in-depth research on any of the things that we're going to be sharing. That said, it's our opinion and it's what we're learning and what we're experiencing in real time. So I hope it's of benefit and I hope it's encouraging. Enjoy. Hey, I'm Elisha Votberg. And I'm his wife, Katie. Katie and I both grew up in families that were fun, impactful, and relationship-rich. Now that we're a family of our own with three young children under the age of three, we're eager to see what God can do through the family unit. We're so excited that you're joining us on this podcast as we dive into what the Bible says about marriage, children, parenting, money, sex, careers, roles, and so much more. Katie, are you ready? Let's go. The coronavirus seems to be all anyone can talk about, and it's on the forefront of everyone's minds, and I feel like we just don't have a ton of thoughts outside of it right now. Like, it seems so all-encompassing. Yeah. Everything we're thinking of ties into the virus somehow. Yes, and how it's impacting uh, people's lives, how it's impacting our economy, how it's impacting our culture. Our brains. Yes, our, <laughs> our brains. Oh, we're talking about the coronavirus. Uh, yeah, so we're like, we've got to do an episode on it. And it's just kind of weird because, uh, you know, as Katie and I sit here, it feels like it's been about four days ago now. I think it was four days ago that things really started getting serious with uh and and as people started responding and reacting to the coronavirus uh you know it was when the nba canceled their basketball season the ncaa canceled the um basketball tournament and clearly those are the most important things in the world to me so that's that's why i started with them (laughs) (laughs) i don't know why i started with those you're like okay this is getting real but you think of it i mean when have they canceled a whole season yeah i don't know i don't know if it's ever Ever? happened yeah i think that's when i noticed the toilet paper memes started happening yep toilet paper memes and then the best and then on a really practical level my brother Dieter got married this past weekend and on you know thursday um many new kind of statewide uh ordinances were put into place on uh, limiting uh large gatherings and people you know doing the whole social um what are they calling it distancing social distancing social distancing and my brother and his now wife kennedy had about 500 people RSVP'd to come to their wedding, and that certainly was not going to be under the cap limit of yeah. what the governor here in the state of Washington had uh, had put into place. And so all of a sudden we had to really start scrambling. They had considered postponing the wedding. They had considered just getting married with family members, like in our living room. Uh, but in what they ended up doing was calling about half of the people that had RSVP'd and just graciously explaining that they had to limit their numbers. Yeah. And so at the time of the wedding, 
the max size of a group that could gather here in the state of Washington was 250 people. And so they cut the guest list to about 225 people. And now we're at what, like 50 people? Well, yeah, now it's 50 people. You're, they're closing businesses and they're recommending people. They haven't enforced it yet, but they're recommending people to not gather in groups larger than 10. And so oh, wow. uh, who knows, at the time of you listening to this podcast, it may have escalated to far greater uh, lengths than, than what we're sharing now. Yeah. I mean, there's just like a lot going on. And I think some people are really worried about the sickness part of it, which certainly is not fun to Mm -hmm. have a sickness affecting people worldwide. Some people are really worried if there's an agenda behind it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are worried about what it's going to do to the economy. And I think Elisha and I have talked about a lot of these things and we keep having circular conversations with everyone. That's so true, Katie. They really are circular. Over the last four days, we've probably had like 782 conversations about the coronavirus and it seems like we always come to the same conclusion and that is we don't know what to do you know you talk about the potential ramifications that it's going to have on the collective health of our country or the potential ramifications it's going to have on our economy and how it's going to impact just providing for our family you know how it's going to impact the real estate industry which is what i'm you know working in and i mean there's different things because you look at it like okay economy wise there have been slumps before there have been recoveries before like that's a consistent thing and so i think if we're looking at this as like an economy slump it's like okay how do we get through that yep um and then i'm a total conspiracy theorist so i just feel like there's potentially there could be an agenda behind it or if there's not an agenda behind it there's a potential people are definitely going to capitalize leadership in different countries are definitely going to capitalize on this experience and moving something forward whatever that is some sort of agenda yeah Yeah. exactly so i think that's really unknown it's really unknown what our government's going to put in place because of this right um planned or unplanned there's going to be a response there is and so you just wonder how extreme that's going to be and how that's going to affect your life as well. So there's just a a lot of stuff right now. Yeah, exactly. And so whenever we talk about the coronavirus and the impact it's having in our lives, we talk about it from one of those angles that we just mentioned, you know, is this, uh, are there people behind this, you know, that, that more conspiracy theory type approach, which to me is actually not very much of a conspiracy theory because what's being portrayed as the real cause just the the facts there don't line up you know it's like none of the facts that you're seeing or hearing are adding up uh and so you can't help but just question every fact and statistic you hear mm-hmm. you, you don't know who to believe um and then you naturally think about what it's gonna do to our economy you, you wonder how it's gonna impact our community as far as health goes and who's mm-hmm. gonna be you know infected and impacted and i think something that was encouraging to me i guess one of you guys actually a few of you guys who are over on instagram with me have been sending me these documents or documents is such the such a wrong word for this like blog posts or like what would you call it i I read some of them to you what would you call that articles articles yeah that's what i'm looking for have sent me some articles on what could be happening what could happen down the road as a result of Mm -hmm. this and it's really easy to get caught up in what could happen in the future yeah i think that's where like a lot of us are because most of us are doing pretty good right now 
like right statistically everybody's statistically, feeling pretty good the majority of us are not sick some of us have lost our jobs there's definitely like ramifications that are happening but it's not like on a huge scale yet right and i think we'll feel the aftershock more than we'll feel the initial maybe, shock yeah exactly yeah. what's going on right now sure and i think i love this verse because i think we have to i guess a couple of you uh, this is coming from a couple of you have asked, okay, if this information is true in these articles, what do we do going forward? Yeah. Or what's your opinion on what we do going forward? And I love this verse, Matthew six thirty four, and it says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And I just think that is such an encouraging verse. Don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow hasn't, it will worry about itself. Like, mm. like we really don't know. Yeah. We don't like, like a week ago I had anxiety or stress about different things. Right. And then the virus comes in and those things don't even matter anymore. That's right. They're it's canceled. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Canceled. We're moving on to the new things to stress yep. about. There will always be unknowns and things to stress about. And the Lord gives us enough grace for the day. The day. Right. Yeah. You know, and he doesn't promise us grace for a lifetime in a moment, you know? And so I think that's why a lot of us can struggle with anxiety is because we're borrowing those troubles and we don't have enough grace to cover them. Yeah. Well, I do think he promises grace for our life, but I think it's, it's like distributed when the day comes. Yeah. That's what I mean is like, it's distributed day by day. It's like right. manna. We need to go to God and get filled that day we need his grace for that day sure the peace of god that passes all understanding yeah, and we can't gather it up like you know yeah, the israelites i guess what i'm referring to is when the israelites went out and collected the manna and god said gather it each day and only gather enough for that day hmm. and some people will go out and try to gather a week's worth mm -hmm. and it would rot wow wow and i just think i think that's sometimes what we're doing we're putting these demands on the lord like i need you to solve all my anxiety about yes. the future yes and he's going I'm just calling you to walk in today. Yes. And, yeah, and Katie. Where you're planted. That's so encouraging to hear and, and also convicting for me because uh, you hadn't that shared that verse very prior to this podcast. And I realize how I've failed. I mean, that's Jesus Christ telling us to not take, to not worry, to not stress, to not be in anxiety over tomorrow because it's got enough worries in and of itself. You'll have to address those when the day comes. But mm -hmm. today, he's saying today has enough worries uh, for itself. And I think about my sleep or the lack thereof over the last four nights mm -hmm. and the a vast majority of my poor sleeping over the last four nights has straight up come from anxiety it's mm -hmm. it's borrowing troubles from tomorrow or from the unknown just not knowing what tomorrow has in store mm -hmm. and as a result i lay restless and full of, full of anxiety in the moment in laying in my bed not sleeping stressed about the future and uh, not only is that verse so encouraging and convicting so i mean we we reference this verse often, but Philippians 4, um, forget the actual verse, but it's with prayer and supplication, make your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God, peace of God that passes all understanding, will guide and keep your hearts. And I think of that, and I think, man, I've failed over the last few nights to just make my requests made known unto God, the, the request that he would take care of my family, he would provide for us, he'd give us the food and clothing we need, that he would, you know, have my children and my wife protected, um, and then trust that he, he will do that and, and rest in that. I also love this verse along kind of those same lines in Proverbs, and it's Proverbs 16, 9, and it says, The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Mm. And I think of that, too. Like I said, 
the things that I was worrying about for my projected trajectory yes. a couple weeks ago are invalid now. Yes. Like, it's good to have a plan. It's good to be prepared right. and to take the best steps of action that you can yep. in the moment. But ultimately, the Lord's going to direct our steps. Yep. And we have to lean on him for that and, and trust that regardless of how life twists or turns after this, he's going to direct our steps. Mm-hmm. He's going to prompt us if we're in tune with him what decisions to make and what things to fight and what things to just go along with yes and our in our country and i think it's really easy i know i'm so guilty of this of going to people i respect and trying to just hear their opinion and make a decision off of that right based solely off that yes. instead of going like you know what yes counsel's good all those things are right. good but the lord's going to have to direct our steps yes well, and that's what we just need to be in tune yeah in his him. in a really practical way to be directed by the Lord is going to his word. It yes. says in the Bible that his word is a lamp unto our feet. And I love, I don't know what that reference is. Yeah, that like it's, is uh, Psalm 119, 105. When I think about that from a practical standpoint, when you've got a lamp in the darkness, how much are you able to illuminate? You, you not know, very much. Not very, like the next step. Yeah. You know, like that day, <laughs> the next. <laughs> and so when God says, hey, my word is a lamp unto your feet. I like that visual because it's we can open it that day and say, "The Lord, what do you have for me today? How am I to conduct myself with in my marriage or in parenting or in the marketplace?" And He will show you for for that day. And it's I mean, the Bible also says that without a vision, the people perish. And so, Katie and I love a vision. We love goals. We love thinking yes. long term. And, and I even you know go back to that proverb, Katie, where it says, "Man plans his ways, but the Lord directs his steps." Man does plan his ways. Yeah, having a plan is is a great thing. Yes, it's, that's right. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. And then, but knowing that you've got to be open to the Lord's leading because mm-hmm. He'll direct you as He sees fit. Yeah, I actually want to challenge you guys and just challenge ourselves as I'm saying this, just with the whole daily thing. It's like let's get in the Word. Yes. Every day. Yes. From now till when our next podcast airs. Like yes. seriously, like yes. start and every, beyond. Yeah, but I mean, just very practically. Yes. I've, I haven't been in the Word seven days in a row right. for I don't know how long. Yeah, so we should certainly do that this week and yeah. be held accountable by yeah, our podcast exactly. listeners. And, and we'll let you guys know how we did next week. Yep. Um, but I just really think that that's something that I'm missing. If we spent as much time in God's Word right. as we do on social media and watching the news right now. Or worrying just in general. Yeah, just like freaking out. We would have the peace of God I think that passes we'd have all a our peace. Yes, I really think we'd have clarity. That have a peace because you see in God's word over and over and over, sickness, death, the rise and fall of kingdoms, mm-hmm. like everything's happened before. Mm-hmm. As right. far as trial and tribulation, yes, there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, and right? if you want, I mean, what do we want? We want joy. We want peace. We want uh, comfort. We want mm-hmm. security. I love that Psalm 16 tells us that in the presence of the Lord, there's fullness of joy at his right hand, our pleasures forevermore. And so you think, okay, well, how can we enter into the presence of the Lord? And we're directed even into it in Psalms 2, is it Psalm 100, that we can enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his presence with praise. Mm-hmm. I mean, how cool is that, that he tells us exactly yeah. how to enter into his presence? Yes. Say, hey, come before the Lord, praise him, give thanks, give him thanks Enter his courts with thanksgiving and enter his presence with praise. Wow, what a cool directive we have there. 
Yeah, I just think that's so powerful. Yeah, so anyways, we, Katie and I kind of started talking about this when over, we basically became blue in the face after trying to figure out and strategize and scheme on how we can, I guess, best conduct ourselves throughout the coronavirus and or throughout this i guess the this next season the, of the our, next season of how it's going to impact us yeah exactly because it's an unknown timeline the ramifications are unknown and when you come down to it we, we just didn't know what the heck to do it's like well how do we i mean even like we're buying a house yeah, in two weeks we close it's yes. like is this a good decision is for us a good right decision? now should we be in this state should we you yeah. know i mean you know going even as far as should we get pregnant you know should we what should we what should we do with yeah. all these things and I, I mean, obviously we say that get pregnant. We know that the Lord is the one who 100%. decides that too, 100%. but it's as far as like, what, what steps should we be taking? Right. Yeah. In taking. regards to that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so ultimately when we realized we don't know what to do, we came back to the Lord and came back to his word. And, and I just want an intimate walk with God throughout every season of life. And I feel like he's gracious and merciful to, you know, there's the hymn that says, turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of this earth will become strangely dim yeah. in the light of his glory and uh, grace. And I think of that right now, the things of the earth that were so appealing to me five days ago or a week ago are so dim right now mm -hmm. because of the unknowns. And all I want is to be with the Lord, to be in fellowship with him, to have the peace of God that passes all understanding. And I think that that's a blessing. Mm -hmm. It's a blessing that the world becomes strangely dim when you look to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just think, too, looking over, you know, the Old Testament and how often the Israelites would get so caught up in the things of this world mm -hmm. and then the Lord would like send them into captivity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm not saying like that's what's happening now, but I'm saying like it's those were always growth times for the Israelites. Like yeah. they had to choose. Now they're in captivity. Who are you going to serve? What are you going to appreciate? And I think of that even with like sponsored posts and on, you know, social media and materialism and people doing swipe ups right now. And it just stuff that would appeal to me before just clothing wise or yep. home goods wise and stuff. It's just kind of like, that next yeah you know what yeah. i mean like it's just it doesn't have that appeal right whereas a little bit ago i just felt like i needed that yes yes and i think it's cool when the lord shakes our world in a way that reminds us of what's important it's yes. really his mercy yes that allows these things to come into our lives yeah and, and so much so that with where i'm at right now and my thinking and um with how I feel like the Lord's just come and he's become my comfort. He's, you know, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I feel that, uh, now more than ever. And I've experienced that. If anything, I'm more scared of things just going back to normal and me getting once again, caught up in the comforts of this world. Mm -hmm. And it's like, man, I want to stay vigilant. You know, we've talked on this podcast about the real battle being the spiritual battle that we're a part of every single day. Mm -hmm. And if we think that that's allegorical, then we're extremely deceived. That's the real battle. Those are the real victories that are being won and lost are in the spiritual realm and the battles for our souls and the battles for Christ and his kingdom. And, uh, and I don't want to lose sight of that because things just go back to normal and we're able to pursue our business ventures and our, our home and our vacations, the things that were so important to us a week ago that are not bad things by any means. Uh, but mm -hmm. I don't want those to be uh, I guess my idols. I don't want to Id idolize things of this world. Yeah. And you just realize how, how quick all that can be stripped away. Yes. That's Literally right. Literally overnight. And 
I wrote this post on Instagram today just talking about, I guess, the control that we feel like we have in life. Mm. And that's just something that's become so clear to me because Elisha and I, in business or in the podcast or with our house, we're trying to make the next best step. And we're talking about the next couple years Mm -hmm. and planning those out. And, okay, this is going to happen then. This is going to happen then. And it's like you feel like you have this control. Yep. And really, we don't. The Lord does have the whole world in his hands. That's right. He really does. And that's that's kind of terrifying in in one sense because it's like we're totally giving up control, the control, that the perceived control, I guess. But on the other sense, it's so comforting Mm. to know that a week ago he had everything under control. That's right. And this week he has everything under control. And it doesn't matter if there's a virus or if there's an economy collapse or one world government or anything. He... He's the same yesterday for today and forever. And we just have to rest in that. Even I think of like the little anxieties of like, oh, is my baby going to suffocate or is their car seat safe enough? Or are we going to get in a wreck or, you know, like all the things that can just go through our minds. And there's a certain point where it's, you know, his yoke is easy. His burden is light. And we just need to give, we need to do the best that we can, but then give the results to him well and by the best that we can i think there are directives in the word and things that we have control of on are what we allow into our mind you know mm-hmm. so the romans 12 this is such a great passage you know that be not conformed to this world but be trans be transformed by the renewing of your mind so he really makes it clear that we've got control over what's taking place in our mind i think it's mm-hmm. colossians 3 that says set your mind on things above not on things of this earth you know, I communicating clearly that we have control over what we allow into our mind, what we are able to meditate on. You know, I love that Psalm one tells us, "Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night." That meditation that we're able to do on God's word mm-hmm. is something that we do have c- control of, and I'm grateful for that. He's given us his word. It's, it's legal here to read the Bible yeah. and to have multiple copies in our home. And it is the lamp unto our feet, like what we talked about. Well, and I think of that too, a lot of God's promises have a verse or a statement that go before them. Mm. He doesn't promise his peace if we aren't in tune with him. He yeah. doesn't promise, all of his promises really are null unless we are walking close with him. Mm. And and I think of that because there's so many promises in the Bible and it's sometimes easy for me to go to the Bible and be like, I want to claim this promise. I want to, why isn't this happening in my life? Right. But I'm not taking that promise in context to what God is calling us to do as believers. Yes. Wow. Is it Proverbs three, you know, four and five that trust in the Lord Yeah. with Proverbs all your two, heart, four, lean not on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him. And he will direct your paths. Yeah. Do we want but that? But you've got to acknowledge him in all, all your, your ways. ways. Trust in the Lord. So easy to not trust the Lord, yes. to try to put our trust in governments mm. or in leaders or in a protocol yep. of quarantine or whatever. Yep. Or trust friends and family. I yep. don't know. It's so easy. I know I have been looking so to the right and to the left. Yes. Throughout this whole thing. Me too. Instead of having that eternal perspective of this is so much bigger. Like we're just like our universe, our whole world is such a speck. Sure. Or like, you know, the world we live in is such a speck compared to like God, 
God and yeah. his power and yeah. he's so overall and yes. I feel like you just need to go watch you know one of those science movies that like right. blows your mind a little right. bit and how big and, the universe yeah, is and just get out of perspective like take a journey through space yes and see all the millions and trillions of stars and other planets yes. light years away yes it's like God's got this under control yeah I think John Piper said that God's either sovereign over everything or he's sovereign over nothing you know, we say God's sovereign, and that mm-hmm. there's a very specific meaning to that word, sovereign. He's either sovereign over everything That's good. or sovereign over nothing. It's so easy to put him in a little sovereign box. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, well, you're sovereign over these things because that makes sense to me, and those are things that I can give you. And, <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, you're right. It is funny how that works. Oh, man. But what are some things that we're, like, practically doing, too? Because... Our mindset is huge. Mindset's I think that's huge. number one. What are we believing? Yes. What's going in our mind? What's our perspective? Yes. And then also, like, what are we actually doing when we're home and in yep. the quarantine? Yep. Because <laughs> that's why it is a very unique season because people are at home far more than uh, usual. And we're, there's, it's easy to be fearful. And you want, you want to be around people. Like, that's our, our, and we're told to not be around people, you know? So they're yeah. like, you know, outlawing gatherings, uh, which is, creepy which is pretty wild uh and so we find ourselves at home with our families and i mean my impulse is to is to look at the news is to get on social media is to try to figure out what everybody else thinks what's everybody else doing are we doing the right thing are we is there a wagon train going to wyoming right now that we're missing i don't want to miss the wagon train to wyoming uh, if, if you guys are a part of that please wait for us please still worried about it yeah uh and so you just consume 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 in a thoughtless way because you want to be informed you want to be up to date not realizing that you're you don't have much of a filter for what you're consuming mm-hmm. and so the first thing that we've decided to do is just shut down the input from from me from i guess yeah from mainstream media and from social media as much as possible and to go to god's word mm-hmm. and then you know we have specific conversations with specific people you know even in regards to us being an escrow right now for our house I want to be wise in what we are to do with this transaction. Are we to go yeah. through with it? And fortunately, we've got you know a few days to decide on what's best for us. Um, and we just get to wait and watch and see what transpires. So yes, that's the first thing that we're doing is taking control of what we are allowing into our mind and being proactive on what we're putting into our mind. Mm-hmm. What's the second thing we're doing? <laughs> the second thing we're doing. Well, Katie. I didn't write anything down. Well, I think all. you're really good at this. We're controlling what we can with what we're also putting into our body in regards to nutrition and diet. Yes. Because I think yes, it's so funny sure. how there's this, uh, you know, this proclaimed pandemic out here in, in the U.S. And there's a national crisis. And it's like our default to to binge watch Netflix and to like eat junk food when we're at home. Yeah, it's like, like, why the so heck are we, why are we responding in that way? <laughs> we're in quarantine trying not to get sick. Yes. And we're going to like do all the things that make us a susceptible host for disease. Yeah. And so, so we, yeah, we yeah. want to take control of our, of become not being a susceptible host. Yeah. We've been getting outside. Yes, that's and right. And we've been working out. Yes. Because the last thing you want to do when you're feeling glum is working out. But, but Elisha, I know. It's, it's the best so, thing. It gives us clarity. Mentally, and... it makes your mood better. Mm-hmm. It makes your you feel better about yourself. Mm-hmm. And it physically releases endorphins. It does. So like on a chemical level or whatever. I don't yeah. know if that's a chemical th- or not. I think, I think it, it, is. it is. Yeah, I think it is too. Uh, you just straight up feel better. You do feel so much better. And then uh, we've really embraced spending time together as a family. 
Mm-hmm. It's it's crazy how many times over the last four days I've had the impulse to just go, go somewhere, to load you guys all up in the car and to drive somewhere, to go out, to go shopping or to go to a restaurant. But because of kind of some of the laws that are in place here in Washington State, you're really forced to to think twice because mm-hmm. a lot of the restaurants we'd like to go to are closed down to, you know, inside eating now. And, um, and so as a result, we're like, okay, well, we can't go like we want to. So let's double down on what we're doing here at the house and try to get the most out of it. And it ends up being so fulfilling. Yeah. So we play games out in our tiny backyard or we sit together and sing in the evening after the kids take a bath um, or we've FaceTime your family, mm-hmm. you know, which has been really fun, too. That's not like a normal thing that we do, yeah. but we've done some of these things that are really rich. They're relationship rich and uh, and it just is it's kind of the spice of life, the joy of life. And we've been able to enjoy it on a deeper level. Yeah. And I think, too, something that is always helpful mindset wise is taking action. I am so guilty of when I don't feel inspiration or motivation, I'm feeling discouragement or don't know what to do, to just not do anything. Mm. And by not doing anything, that temp- typically means consumption on right. some level. Yes. <laughs> because it's like, do you really just sit on your couch and stare at the wall? No, we're typically going to our phones or our computer or it's easy to let the house slide. It's easy to not get dressed for the day. And all these things contribute to our mindset feeling depressed and like the world's going to end. And so taking some bit of action that you know is good, regardless of what kind of day it is or what happens in the next two months, like what's, what's happening now? That's a good thing. In our lives? Oh, yeah. You know, that was a rhetorical question. Oh. But it did look... I was looking you were looking straight so straight you. into my eyes. I was like, dang, did we talk about this? So, prompt, Elisha. Where's your point? Well, so many of the good things that we did today that would have been very easy not to do are we both exercised. Mm-hmm. We ate dinner together as a family. Mm-hmm. We played outside as a family. And then we sang songs this evening as mm-hmm. a family. It would have been so easy to just not do that because it feels... It, right now, it's Monday. And I didn't really go to work. I like went to work, but then there's nothing to do there because nobody's coming into work. Mm-hmm. Basically, every transaction that was happening at our office is on hold right now. And and so I didn't really have anything to do. So I came home and it easily felt just kind of like a throwaway day. Yeah, Where, you, yeah. you kind of want to. And I think creating is such a good thing to do. Like God is a creator. We're created in his image. And when we create, we aren't typically consuming. That's right. And so regardless of like what the action is, if you're wondering like, okay, what's action? Like for me writing, like I wrote an Instagram post, Mm -hmm. Elisha's editing a vlog, Mm -hmm. which sneak peek. Yes. The, the Voberg family or the, yeah, the, now that we're a family vlog is coming back. It's coming back folks. (laughs) So keep an (laughs) eye out. We had enough time on our hands. Exactly. That's true. We had more time on our hands. I'm thinking, boy, I want to, do a family vlog (laughs) yeah and then we're doing the podcast tonight and it's really easy to feel like none of those things matter in the big scheme of things but for whatever reason whenever we create something we feel like we're doing good for our lives or for someone else and it it makes you feel good about it just like the next best thing it's the next best thing that you are in control of yes yeah so those are kind of some steps that we're just taking very practically yes and the overarching theme in all of these and probably the one thing we want to communicate is just to turn to the lord fervently in this time of uncertainty we want to do that every day is uncertain and god tells us that and yet it's times like this that are very obvious that the future is uncertain yeah i feel like sometimes he's looking down on us and it's like 
okay, you guys need to get shaken up a bit. Like, everyone's saying they know what's going to happen over the next three to five years. You yeah. know, like, you just need to... Turn to me. Turn to me. Yeah. I think as a country, as Christians, we need to turn to the Lord. Oh, yeah. And so many people are right now. Yes. Because when the future is unknown and we feel like we can't count on ourselves, we need someone else to count on. And I just pray that whatever happens we don't lose that yes that's I right don't lose that but you guys this is a really exciting time it is it's, it's a, really exciting it is from a spiritual standpoint i love that the bible says take heed lest ye think ye stand and i feel like this is one of those moments where we've been deceived i know i've been deceived in thinking that i was standing on my own strength in some areas of my life mm-hmm. and god's saying you are never standing on your own strength ever now come you know stand in my strength you yes. know, my, my yoke is light, my easy. My, my burden is light. My yoke is easy. You know, we've got the power of God dwelling in us. The power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in us. Why are we trying to just access Elisha power or Katie power? Yeah, That's and it's a ripoff. I mean, the future might be gray from here to there, but it's so exciting. I was telling Elisha this. We're on the winning side of whatever this is like we have supernatural power at our disposal mm-hmm. we have a future i don't know if it's at our disposal but it's definitely in favor what do you mean for us supernatural power well the holy spirit empowers us he does but i just don't think that it's responsive to the whims of our desires yes it's not no, at our disposal true. it's yes. not like i'm it's, an avenger or something yeah it's according to god's purpose and his will yes yes he's not just like a celestial vending machine but, no 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 <laughs> that that wasn't what i was saying thanks for making that clarification I'm saying that, like, the fruits of the Spirit, for instance, are supernatural, mm-hmm. I believe. Yes. They, those, like, having long-suffering for someone is not something that we naturally do as a sure. human being. Sure. Having patience, loving our enemies. Yeah. Like, there are so many things that God calls us to that I feel are supernatural mm-hmm. responses. Yes. Um, I'm not saying, like, I'm going to go out and think I can strike people dead or something. Mm-hmm. If, unless that's what the Lord wills. But basically, the the future is clear and that one day we're united with Christ. Yeah. And the present is clear and that the Lord is watching over us. Yes. He knows every hair on our head. Yep. He knows every single thing we're struggling with. He knows how this is going to affect our lives. And he works all things together for good. Yes. To those who know and love him. Yes, that's right. So... We can rest in that. We can. And, and I'm, I'm preaching to myself here. You yes. know, I'm saying the things that I know I need to hear right now. Yes. And I need to hear that. We too. just really hope that you guys are encouraged and that we are encouraging each other as believers in God, because really there's nothing for us to lose here. Mm-hmm. If if this whole world goes to pot, like there's nothing for us like eternal things become that much easier to see the value in. Yes, that's so true. You're so so right. You're so right. Right on, folks. Well, hey, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Katie, I loved hearing your thoughts and what you're learning, what the Lord's teaching you. And I'm so grateful that I'm in this journey of life with you. Oh, I can't tell you how grateful I am to get married to you. That is a blessing. That is a blessing. Man, you just appreciate your godly spouse so much more Mm -hmm. when the future is so uncertain. Well, folks, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, we would love it if you left a rating or a review. And for those of you that have been leaving ratings and reviews, thank you so much. I wish Katie and I were able to communicate back like on the ratings and review platform. You know, we can't comment back, but those mean so much to us. Mm -hmm. So thank you for taking the time to do that and uh we'll talk to you next week bye bye